What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. My counterpart here, my co-host, my amigo, Sean Ambrosino, we're here. Obviously, you can see the Corona Chronicles continue as we're separate, not in the studio. I like, listen, I'm loving doing these, but I do kind of miss the studio. There's a lot of stuff that I've been doing to the studio that you haven't seen yet, so I'm kind of stoked for you to see when we get back in there. I kind of miss your musk. I know. And... Listen, it might be a little TMI. I haven't put on deodorant in like two months. And I <laughs> I shower every day. Don't get me wrong. But I like no deodorant for like two months for sure. I'm good. That jujitsu soap is is working pretty solid. But I noticed that the other day I was running. I'm like, the fuck is that smell? Oh, it's me. I haven't touched deodorant. <laughs> I have had no need to. <laughs> uh, I, 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 do, I do it as far as I have it. I get out of the shower, rink, 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 rink. No, it's a force of habit, and, and but I need to. If I don't, I smell like a yeti. No, so, see, like I got, I'm detoxified. I'm good now. I let, I let out all the toxins. I'm good. I smell like delicious, delicious jujitsu soap co. Anyway, don't forget to check out our website, jujitsuradio.com. Support the podcast. Pick up a shirt. Follow, subscribe, hit the little bell notification if you're watching us on YouTube so you can get the notification as soon as we drop out our next episode. Same thing with iTunes. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you get the episodes automatically. It's that simple. We're trying to pump out as much awesome content for you guys. Today is no different, but before we get into that, we still got to say thank you for all the support and thank you to our sponsors, Choke Aloha. Check out chokealoha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio checkout and you'll get 20% off your entire order. Did you see the awesome rash cards we were sporting last time? You can on get accident. One. On ac- accident? Yeah. No, you can get one too. It was kind of an accident because I was going to wear it. Um, you can get yours and you can get some awesome patches and you can get all kinds of other stuff at chokealoha.com. Promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio for 20% off your entire order. doesn't matter. New, old, limited edition, uh, on sale. You'll still get the discount. That's how much they love us and how much we love you guys for supporting us. So don't forget, chocoloha.com. Don't forget also, you missed out on the Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. collab that we had, our mixtape. But there's plenty of awesome options that they got going on right now. And you can get yours at discount, 10% off, when you use the promo code JJRadio at checkout. They got antifungal spray. They have the soaps. They have patches. They have the cool, like, Run DMC style patches. I got to snag me one of those. They finished all of our jujitsu uh, soap uh, mixtape, our Your Jiu-Jitsu Sucks mixtape. We're working on something else. You can go pick some up from us soon, directly from Sean and I um, through Patreon. We're going to set that up pretty soon once I get the soap. But in the meantime, don't wait. Stock up on your soap. Don't risk going to the grocery store. Just go to jujitsusoapco.com. Use the promo code JJRadio. You're welcome. And last but never least, check out our homies at giraffechoke.com. Did you see that awesome hat I was sporting in the last episode? I don't have it with me today, unfortunately. But you could have picked one up, and you still can pick one up. At discount, use the promo code JJRadio checkout, and you'll get 25% off orders of 99 or more and free shipping. I mean, it's like having Amazon Prime without having to pay for Amazon Prime. Right? Yeah, because you don't have to pay for the shipping. So go to giraffechoke.com, snag up your head kick hat, heel hook hat, heel hook t-shirt, whatever. You name it. They got some awesome, cool artwork. Check it out. Get yours. Now... The person that's about to come on this show, 
I have been trying to get for about a year. It's been tough to get the schedule going. He's a busy, busy man. He is a patriot, which we appreciate. And we're always supporting that Made in USA logo. I think you agree. You know I do. He is the CEO and co-founder of Origin Labs. Jocko Fuel, straight from Maine, USA, Brian Littlefield. You can't need <laughs> Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, living, being right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators up. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you CEO and co founder of Origin Labs and Jocko Fuel. Brian Littlefield. Brian, thanks for joining us on a Saturday morning. Yeah, man. Thanks for, uh, thank you guys for having me on. It's, it's a pleasure. And, you know, I'm in the office on the weekends pretty often anyway. So it's nice to jump on and, and bust out a podcast. So. so what's going on with you guys right now? Because I know there's, there's issues with the supply chain, but you guys are doing all this extra stuff to really help out the, the country with the Delta masks and stuff like that. Yeah. So for people that don't know, like we manufacture jeans, boots, and of course, geese, which is the first thing we ever manufactured. And we shut down our lines completely. We saw the need early on, you know, the CDC called and uh, my partner, Pete Roberts, who's the founder of Origin, he really like pivoted hard and pivoted early. You know, he spent three or four days straight uh, doing R&D on masks and uh, the plastic shields and just completely shut down the manufacturing lines and turned them on. He went in on a, he stayed after on a Friday night on Monday morning, we were manufacturing wow. the, the patterns that he had developed over the weekend. It's so crazy. what was the, what was the actual conversation? Like, is it, you saw everything is going on and Pete was just like, we're making masks. Yeah. You know what? Actually we had a conversation like five feet from where I am right now. And we knew that uh, things were going to get crazy. Oddly enough, I was in New York uh, I was on a business trip. Me and my wife were down there. Um, I was in Jersey City, Long Island, Manhattan, and then up to Boston within a period of nine days, like two weeks before this whole thing kicked off. And you could feel the the tension there with, with what was going to go on. So I brought that back and I was like, listen, it's about to, to go off and we need to be prepared. And uh, we just we just looked at, looked at what was going to happen, tried to look ahead of the curve and, and just see the need and as soon as they you know i actually put this out on my instagram when they said that people don't need to wear masks proactively to be protected i knew that that was complete bullshit yeah. because other cultures have done it for a long time that have way less uh, airborne type sicknesses seasonally than we do so i, I knew that that was a, a sign to me that there was going to be a massive shortage of masks so there was an immediate pivot and he was on it he killed it I have a question. Do you think that even when this, uh, the coronavirus, you know, uh, pandemic has died down, do you think people are going to be wearing masks like they do in China going forward? Do you see, do you see people like wearing masks going forward, like walking down, you know, 
you know, Boylston Street in Boston and they're all masked up even a year or two years from now? You know, that's a really good question. And, and we've talked about that internally. Like, is this going to literally change, you know, the face of our culture going forward? And, and I think not. I, I don't think it really will. I think as Americans, we like to, we embrace freedom of all types. And yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I think that we're not going to want to wear a mask. Now, culturally, I think that it wouldn't be a bad thing if Americans realized, okay, if I'm sick, it's not weird to wear a mask in public. I think that would be cool, you know? So it's like, hey, you got, you got the flu, maybe you shouldn't go, you know, to your local Walmart and go coughing all over the shelves because- Man, Don't get me started. Don't yeah, get me started. I can't stand exactly. that. Yeah, that, no, it's, it's terrible. And so it's funny because when I traveled now for the last three or four years, anytime I travel, I have my, like, not the, the surgical mask. I mm -hmm. have like a, like a little scarf thing, whatever, that I like the sleeve that mm -hmm. I put on. And I've always been that way. It's like, it's, we're just, the world's getting smaller and people are just, they don't get it to see past themselves. So like, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to change the way that we live as Americans, as much as people are just going to be more aware of like, cover your fucking mouth. Like, yeah. Here's some hand sanitizer. It's not, it's not bad to, to keep an eye out for yourself and other people. It's, it's not, you know, I mean, I think, I think people are going to realize that, that if we, we take care of ourselves. I mean, you're taking care of yourself to take care of others. And that's, that's the real reason why we're in, in like this quarantine, right? It's because we, we're trying to reduce the spread to those vulnerable. And uh, I mean, the flu kills a lot of people every year, you know? So if people were more proactive with how they, you know, took care of it, um, it, it would probably be a good thing. But I don't see people just masks, wearing masks everywhere, kind of like Japan. Japan is known for that. You know, they wear masks. They have them in like every convenience store. Yeah. It's crazy. Did, do you guys think that you had a little bit of um, an extra insight just because you have like someone like Jocko on board where he kind of gives you more an idea of like, this is how the world really fucking works outside of the United States kind of thing? I mean, I, I think anytime that we have like access to Jocko, like we, we can, Pete and I are very fortunate. I mean, we could pick up the phone and call him at any moment and, and get his insight. And of course, not only is he uh, a savage, most people that actually know him knows he's a is intellectual and, you know, he's been traveling around the world and doing shit for a long, long time. And he does provide us with a, a shit ton of knowledge, um, world knowledge. And, and it definitely has helped. Yeah. And it, of course it helped spread the message too. So, Outside all this Corona thing, mm. what I'm curious on is because I've worked with a lot of athletes and I've done some work with like supplement companies and stuff. How did you get sucked into all this? How did you get brought into origin and just thrown into this world? Yeah, it's a pretty interesting story. I mean, it, it all roots back to jujitsu, of course. Yeah. Right. Um, that's a that's a two part question through nutrition and jujitsu. And it's weird how worlds collide. So. I was in, I grew up in Maine, not far from where Origin was founded, about an hour. And basically, I was kind of like lost on my path of where to go. And at like the age of 20, 21, I, I had a buddy of mine who was like, hey, do you want to, do you want to, we were both into cars, oddly enough. So we both, we both loved racing. So he's like, hey, I'm going to go to Ohio, go to this university. It's like the only university in the world where you can get a degree to work on race cars. I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> 
so we so we took off and you know we packed all of our shit and left and and we did that and you know I got a couple degrees doing that I worked on a race team for a short period of time and it was fun but traveling on the road all the time was was a was a pain you're staying in shitty hotels you know and it's just it it got old fast I decided I wanted to go back to school for business right during that time meanwhile I had just done all that traveling on the road I was completely out of shape grossly Uh, I was actually about 265 pounds of like pure mess and just just not 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 like muscle straight fat like it was gross (laughs) and um I had always been raised around nutrition and my family um and had an intervention on you they were like look a little bit yeah yeah no a little bit it's like and i put the eclair down let's have exactly yeah like listen put the pint of ben and jerry's down and uh let, let's let's do this so no i started just going to a local gym with a buddy and he got me sucked into uh, working out i started losing a bunch of weight and then within this old gold's gym it was called family fitness uh there was like this little room where they always had the door open and these dudes were um, wrestling around in pajamas. And I was like, what is that? You I want to get into that party. <laughs> goofy dudes. Like, I was like, whatever. So I met this guy named, uh, he's, a, he's a fellow, he's a fellow jujitsu guy, um, a black belt now under Solo. Uh, his name is Wasim Denawi. At the time, he was a blue belt and we were in school together. And he worked at the lunch, like cafe area where they would sell food. And I, he would see me working out. So I would go in. At the time, I was trying to lift. So I would go in. I'd give him like a buck. And he'd give me like a giant plate of turkey. And I'd be like, yes. So hook up. One day, homie hookup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Homie hookup. So one day, he convinced me to come try jiu-jitsu. And that, from that day forward, for like literally seven years, I didn't pick up another weight. And I put on the gi. And, That's awesome. And just Funny how that happens. Yeah. It, it is. And it, it, it's, like, it's like you start – because, you know, I came from – I played college football, and then I was a pro wrestler for 15 years. That's awesome. And I came from that world of trying to get as big as you can, look as big as you can. And then I started jiu-jitsu. I was 33, um, which is a couple years ago. I'm not telling you. <laughs> but um, – Seinfeld was still around. <laughs> <laughs> but um, – the, the fact of the matter is, it's like, I stopped lifting. Everyone was like, how you, it's like, it, because it, it took the place of it. But the problem is, or not the problem, the weird thing is, is I didn't get weaker. Yeah. Doing jujitsu. It's like, it was, it, I mean, I start, I started lifting probably again, probably about two or three years ago, mm-hmm. but just body weight stuff. But it's funny, like a lot of people have that similar story where they stop actually lifting when they start training. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was my outlet for stress and it was my outlet for, you know, getting healthier. And I replaced that with something that consumed my mind more and gave me obviously more of a cardio workout as well. And I just didn't feel the need to, to lift anymore. And then, you know, I, I looked at it like I can either spend, you know, every minute I spend on the mat is a minute I could be, you know, doing something else. And I, at the time, I'd rather I was obsessed, right? You know, those yeah. first few years, you just you want to do nothing else. So I was just sucked into to the mat. So, and I trained with a great guy, uh, black belt, uh, Jeremy Harris, who's who I started with. Awesome, awesome guy. And yeah, I just I just lived that life, and we ended up moving gyms and opening up a, a really nice gym. And at that time, I had um, been heavily involved in nutrition for a number of years, and I opened up my own supplement shop within the gym, like outside of it, and. Uh, we, we did that together for a few years. 
And I had graduated, I had gone back to school for business at the time. I had graduated, I was working at the gym, I was teaching, I was running classes and running the shop and everything. And I had an opportunity to travel up to Maine uh, on, a, on a school break, I think a little bit before that, and, and trained with Pete. Because like, there's nobody in Maine with jiu-jitsu, right, at the yeah. time. It was, Brian, this was 2013. Where in Maine are you from? I grew up in Fairfield, Maine. Okay. Give us, give, okay. I know where Kenny Buckport is. I okay. know where Bar Harbor is. Yeah, exactly. I know where Portland is. So, so <laughs> those are the, those are great places, by the way. Portland's an amazing city. Uh, but I, I grew up in central Maine. There's not a lot going on in central Maine. Very small town, New England. And um, about an hour west, northwestish, is Farmington, Maine. And the town over is called Industry, Maine, oddly enough. And that's where Pete's original factory and, uh, and dojo, you know, training center was. And by factory, I mean, it was like one sewing machine and an embroidery machine. And then eventually there was a loom. And the first time I walked in there and then there was a loom running, I, I mean, it's like, if you haven't seen, it's something that changes the entire way you think you see this machine. It's like, it was ancient at the time, you know, and it's like 4,000 moving parts at the same time. And you're just looking at it and you're like, what the fuck is this thing? It's just, it looks like it's from out of space. Yeah. You're, and, like, like the mangler? Yeah. Most, that, most people don't the mangler? Yes. <laughs> most yeah. people have never even seen one or like, they don't even know what it is. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. A loom weaves fabric. And for people that don't know the origin story, Pete, started origin importing geese like every you know every other gee company in the world um is imported geese and that's fine but he on a trip to abu dhabi he because uh, he, he won the uh the north american trials he, he was over there competing and a trip he saw one of his products that early on products that got ripped off and yeah. it, it really pissed him off. And, and Pete takes, as a designer, because he's a designer, he takes a lot of pride in, in his work and, and his design. And he's a creator as well. So he saw that, got pissed, came back. And when he landed, he's like, grabbed the chainsaw, called up some buddies, and started cutting down the forest and built a timber frame factory. And I say factory, I mean, it was, I think it was 4,000 square feet at the time. So not That's big, a like joke. a big house. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? So um, he just... He just went to town and started finding old machines and one of those was a, a loom he needed to weave fabric that was the problem with importing yeah. geese because he tried to import fabric but it it just didn't work yeah, yeah it always gets sketchy so all right so back to the to the original story so you get invited to go up and train with pete yeah so i go up there train and then just kind of kept coming back on on my vacations back to maine and eventually it was just like obsessed with the idea of trying to help this mission you know I, I just i just fell in love with the idea of bringing manufacturing back um and and jujitsu related as well like it couldn't have been more uh of interest to me so i just told him i was like how do i help help this and we came up with some ideas and i said look let me how about you just send me some geese and we couldn't make a lot at the time i was like send me some geese I'm going to, on the weekends at first, because uh, I was running the shop, teaching classes and stuff like that during the week, I said, I'm just going to drive and I'm going to draw a six hour radius on a map and I'm going to drive across the country, stop at gyms and just train and show the geese off and see if people want to buy them. 
and you know it wasn't it wasn't long. Yes. I'll twist, tw- twist yeah. my twist my arm. You yeah. mean you want me to go train exactly. another gym? <laughs> That's exactly I'll take it. the hit for the team, like, guys. I'll take it for the team. Like, dang. So uh, I suppose I'll do it. No. Um, so it, and of course it was an amazing time. I met a lot of amazing people, and people welcomed me with open arms too. Being you know at that time I was a a, a Ribera guy, and that it didn't matter what school or what affiliate it was. They wanted to know more about these American-made geese. And it wasn't long before I outsold what we could make. So yeah. Pete's like, hey, you got to come back here and we got to do this thing from here. And uh, I went home one day, told my wife, hey, we're, we're moving back from Ohio to, to Maine and we're going to be living in the Western Mountains where there's nothing. And she was like, cool, let's do it. So, That's awesome. I, by, by the way, I'm very, I love New England. New England is one yeah. of my favorite. I'm from originally from upstate New York, Buffalo area, yeah. which is like New England light. I guess, yeah. But I but I spent a lot of time in in uh, Vermont, and I and we went and we've been to Bar Harbor, went you know been to Acadia National Park. I mean, I love that whole area, and the and I'm very jealous of you, just because you get to live there. But it then is a again, place. oh yeah, no, it's awesome, and I mean, we don't, it, we don't get snow, so it doesn't yeah. hurt that you can like walk yeah. out like a back door, and it's like yeah, I'm gonna go hunting for for like a day or two. Yeah, man, that's that's literally yeah. I walk I walk out. Um, my, my <laughs> back door. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do. I go right out my back door, and we're we're very fortunate. We got a a nice piece of land. I can go out on anytime I want. It's a beautiful place. It's secluded. Um, in situations like this, with the whole COVID thing, it's obviously yeah. severely less impacted. Um, so I'm I'm very fortunate, and it is a beautiful part of Maine. You know, the best parts of Maine are uh, not taking anything away from where I grew up, but the coast. And and the Western Mountains in between yeah. is kind of like, give or take. Like, yeah, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> like just keep so, driving, just keep driving. Right. Yeah, just keep going. I remember years ago. I don't know. Um, there used to be pictures in like the Jujitsu magazine. I can't remember what, mm. what was out back then. But you guys used to do like these. I don't know if they were workshops or like summer camp, Jujitsu summer camp. Camp. Yeah, man. Yeah. Camp. Do you guys do you guys still do those? It's the biggest Jujitsu camp in the world now. So it still it still goes on. It's huge, yeah. So uh, it goes on. It's usually the last full week of August. Mm. We rent out. Uh, we've moved camps because we had to go to a bigger camp. We rent out what's like a summer camp for kids. Like most people don't know this, but the the summer camp destination in the world is in Maine. No, and, no. and it's weird, yeah. So all the like the Obamas tried to send their kids here. Like princes from the Middle East send their kids here for summer camps. It's weird. I didn't even know it growing up. I actually I, found out about it when I was in like my twenties. So there's these very large private camps on lakes in on these beautiful lakes in Maine, and we rent one of those at the end of the season. All, everything's gone; they strip everything out, and then we come in a bunch of you know uh, crazy, wild jujitsu obsessed adults from all over the world come in. And last year, it's uh, it's eight days, but you can break it up into session A or B, which is like four days of each. And I think we had 600 attendees last year. That's awesome. Yeah, it so, was awesome. So are you guys already booked or like, do you have to like postpone things because of this year? So yeah, we uh, basically have held off promotion uh, for the, the COVID thing in case it pushes that far out. We're hoping that, you know, we see a return so that it doesn't get canceled. But yeah, we're, we're, we're hoping it doesn't happen, but we're, we're, we're preparing for it. Yeah, at least you're preparing for it. 
Sean, you're up, for, you're up for summer camp? Come on, dude. I was it. born I, – again, I, I just told you how much I love New England. I would I – would, yeah. Just do it. Like, Keep us posted for sure. I'm down yeah, to go out there. I'm, yeah, if it if it's uh, if it's going down, you guys should definitely make it. You know, it's sure. we get a lot of awesome people here. Former, like in the first few years, there there were way more like white belts and blue belts that came. Oddly enough, and and now it's very diverse. But you wouldn't believe how many black belts pay to come to this camp, not just for the experience, which is amazing. Like you got you know, full access to, there's a schedule, but if you don't want to go to a session, you just go out on the lake, you know, you take a canoe or a paddleboard out. There's, there's um, a number of activities you can do. I took a group of guys last year, there's a break day where there's like a four hour gap. And I took them about an hour and a half north to where you can go down natural rock slides and go cliff diving. What? So yeah, it's, it's pretty legit. It's, it's basically like if you never got to go to one of these camps as a kid, Come as an adult, yeah. and there's jujitsu. So I'm down. Legit. Like I always wanted, like that or like space camp. As I was a kid, we couldn't afford it, so it's like <laughs> I know. Go outside. Here's the garden hose. There's your camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's awesome. I got a bunch of other questions for you. So so back into so now, Pete pulls you back in. Yeah. Where's the whole? You're in charge of nutrition now. Yeah. Here's Jocko. So we kind of knew. All along, I was talking to him about nutrition and the potential of nutrition for Origin before I ever even came up. I think I moved back in early, to either, uh, I want to say early 2015. Now, I had already been working with the company for a little while now, but I think we relocated in early 2015. In 2016, we purchased a small jujitsu nutrition-related company called Q5. I don't know if you guys remember Q5 Sports Nutrition, but... Uh -uh. It was a very niche uh, business. Um, there was a, it had a very popular product though uh, called the Oceander Stack uh, from from Kerr. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. And uh, we we sold quite a bit of it. We bought the company because the guy was selling it, and he was in Maine. And we were like, well, we cross referenced our our customers, and there were so many uh, that matched. It just made sense. So we bought that. We rebranded everything. We reformulated a bunch of products, which is what I do. And then we rolled it out and it was, again, a little bit more successful. And then the Jocko thing happened and Jocko came on in 2017 as a partner and we've just blown it up since then. We do what we do. You know, I, I, I'm on the nutritional side of the business now. Pete handles all the manufacturing and development on the origin side as far as apparel, geese, boots, jeans. Now we're making... I don't know if you guys saw it, but now we're making uh, the plyo boxes yeah. and, and kettle bags and a bunch of other stuff. It's so crazy. Like the kettle bags, the Indian clubs, the Indian clubs look really like freaking sick. Have you seen that, Sean? Well, I, I know what they are. I haven't seen it. No, no, no. Like their version now. Yeah, I haven't seen it's, their version. You can attach more weights to it. So it's like from here to like here, whatever you want to like put so on. So it's like it's one crazy. of those little kids toys where you used to put the the – Donuts on the stick. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. I mean, that's a way to think about it for sure. But upside down and with weights. Yeah. So it's a, <laughs> it's a modular system. So you can, instead of having to buy a new set of clubs, you just get extra weights and they screw on and they just add and add and add. So instead of having to get like, you know, the, the five pound clubs and the 10 pound and the 15 mm -hmm. pound, you just have these weight sets. I, I, I say, I say 
uh, forget everything and just concentrate on making Canadian tuxedos. I think you guys. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I, who who I, throws that in there? Like, I need I need a Canadian tuxedo. I uh, who doesn't need a Canadian tuxedo? Would you, would you not wear it? They got boots. Look, you can look. They got everything. Around. You can Speaking walk around which, like Wolverine. Hold all on. Dressed in origin shit. <laughs> Whose idea was it to make maple syrup? So that was, you know, it's funny. New England. Uh, it's, it's exactly what it is. Right, but it's like, we should definitely, jujitsu people really want maple syrup. <laughs> so, yeah, so the backstory is we actually had maple syrup really early on. Um, I mean, actually, I think before I was even with the company. Grade A like fancy? A, a limited batch. Yeah, grade A for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. And we brought it back for the camp. So we brought a bunch of, we got a bunch of maple syrup from a local guy and we, you know, branded it or whatever. And it is, it's like, you know, 20 minutes up the hill, you know, and the guy's making it. Um, he, he makes a ton of it actually. And it's really good maple syrup. So we were like, hey, we'll sell it at the camp. People buy tons of shit at the camp and take it back with them. Oh, well, it was a hit. We sold out. So we were like, well, maybe we should just throw it on the site. And we just sell a lot of maple syrup, <laughs> oddly enough. Yeah, it's, I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's so, it's like, that's so random. It's like every time I go look on, they really have fucking maple syrup. So there's like infinity scarf, boots. Next thing, there's going to there's gonna be nunchucks next time we look. There's going to be like nunchucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't put it past Pete. He will develop nunchucks. So what So what racing did you work on? Was it NASCAR, like Indy? Like what was your, your team? It was in the uh, Rolex series. Oh, wow. Rolex series. So road racing in the Rolex yeah, yeah, yeah. series. And I was awesome. working on, um, we had ST and I was on a, working with GT cars. Uh -huh. And then there's DP after that. The team I actually used to work with ended up moving to DP, which are the, even the higher level. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, my, yeah. my college roommate is, he was still with, I don't know if he's still with the team, but he was with them for a long time and ended up being like a, a team leader. So right. it was cool. So are you like low key in meetings, try and bump, like we should really sponsor a race team guys <laughs> that's hilarious so one of the first sponsorships that i pushed through is actually cruise pedragon's top fuel dragster <laughs> we actually sponsor his really race car i yeah. didn't know that yeah I'm, I'm more of like a formula one like indie guy yeah so it's like i love drag racing and i love uh formula one as well i actually went to my first formula one race last year oh, it's you been a Austin? dream since i was a kid no montreal oh nice yeah that's a good track yeah. i mean I I was born in Italy, so I grew up around it. So nice. I would go to like to the to races all the time and stuff. Oh, so, damn. I mean I'm jealous. To, dude, it's it's so insane. Like people don't get like I get goosebumps thinking about it. But yeah. it's just hearing it and this is like back in the V twelve days. So yeah. when you hear that coming, that high pitched squeal coming, it's like, oh that's that's just sexy. That's it's, amazing. It's music. Right? Oh, I loved it. it I loved it. Yeah. Have you seen the 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 e racing? yeah oh, it's like it's funny like it's cool i'll go watch it i'll go watch it sure but it's like it's a um, little painful to my soul though it, it really is i mean save the e-cars for you know the roads in my opinion Man. listen i'm okay with it if they want to do it for like a kids racing like to get like yeah. this, the leagues to come up that's cool that's great oh did we just lose sean oh there he is um but to sit there and have like a grown ass man, like, bro, you could be driving 300 miles an hour right now. You're going to yeah. drive this. It's like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so what do you I think agree. about origin, uh, origin, origin lab sponsoring a formula one team? I mean, we got Haas racing. 
Yeah, no, we have Haas. Obviously, we have, um, you know, you have Red Bull. Yeah. And then, of course, the Jocko Fuel is to, to kind of give you a, a background on what's going on and then kind of segment what yeah. happened. So I was helping uh, backtrack a little bit. I was helping uh, Pete manage the factory. That's, that's kind of how I, I just kept trying to help more around, around the factory. And I grew from sales to, to basically being the COO of the organization, helping him manage because he's doing product development, manage the factory, managing all assets uh, and, and factors of the company. And then he's a media guy. Like most people don't know that he owned a marketing agency before he did um, Origin. So he, he runs the media team. Yeah, he worked and, with like Quicksilver and stuff, right? Yeah, he worked with like Quicksilver, Rosignol, uh, and a bunch of big brands. And uh, so, so he's constantly immersed in that. So I just kept trying to help basically and, and grew and grew and grew. And the division of nutrition grew so big and so fast that it needed its single focus. So we split. We're actually in different facilities. We're 10 minutes apart from each other now. Mm. Um, and then we, uh, we added our third facility, which is the boot manufacturing facility, uh, sometime last year. I, you know, I, I really wish my partner and my, my, I, I have a gym where I'm, I have a couple partners, but he's, yes. he's a supplement guy. He was one of the original BSN yeah. guys back yeah. in the day. Then he worked for Ronnie Coleman uh, and got that Ronnie Coleman brand off the, uh, you know, off the ground and running back in the day. So it's like, he would love to be talking to you right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he, he's still in like the uh, manufacturing side of things. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it, it's funny, like, getting an inside look to that part of the world and how it's not an easy industry to, to make, uh, you know, or to have success in. There's so no. many different brands. That's, that's the key. You hit the nail on the head. It's, it's not easy. You think it is because you just like, oh, you reach out to a manufacturer and if you don't develop your own product, they'll develop one for you. But they just yeah. put you in a program. You have nothing unique. Now you got to try and market it and brand it, which we you know isn't easy. So it's highly concentrated. So to, to grow within it uh, is as hard, if not harder than other industries where there's not a lot of competitors. Well, especially for, for like your, your brand image. I mean, that's the, the thing most people don't know is the formulation is just so daunting on every tiny little ingredient that you have to put together, yes. but that they don't realize it, most of those companies like that you get the powders and everything from aren't exactly in the US. They're going to be in China. Mm -hmm. So for mm -hmm. you guys, how do you approach the formulation process? Well, I, and more importantly, how do you, like on Jocko Fuel, how do you actually like capture patriotism and put it in a pill? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is, is, no, isn't that what, I, isn't that what Jocko runs on? Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it is. So we capture... I, that is, those are two really good questions. So uh, because on the manufacturing side of things, like with the apparel and the geese and the boots and the jeans, it is 100% sourced as well as manufactured in America. Most people know it's made here. A lot of people don't know if they follow the truck, they're going to go all the way back to a, a cotton field in the Delta region, you know, so there it, it is fully integrated in the United States supply chain. Well, there's certain ingredients in nutrition that are native to other countries because that's where they're grown. So of course we source those ingredients, but there's an opportunity for people to get almost every ingredient overseas, even when they don't need to. So when there's an ingredient that we can source from the United States, that's what we do. 
But when it comes to like monk fruit, which is grown yeah. in Asia naturally, organically, we have to source that from overseas, of course. Yeah. And then also, you know, making sure that the company is, they clean the vats and it's not like you don't get issues like yeah, the John yeah, Joan yeah. issue where it's like, oh, it was, it was a mixture. Of the I'm yeah, that's yeah. why I, like, that's why I'm curious. Cause I, I worked for the longest time for with Flex Lewis. So that's what I'm saying. So yes. our friend that the talking about Lee, he worked with Ronnie Coleman. So mm -hmm. I didn't even know Lee while I was working with Flex. And then when we became friends, like, oh, well, we end up knowing all the same people working for the same companies. And I was constantly in the conversations and I just sat there like, this is insane. Like you yeah. have to see where this stuff is coming from. And that's the thing is we have a policy and, and uh, we, we did this early on. Number one, we like to do business face to face. Anytime yeah. we're going to set up a real relationship where we're large sums of money and, and you're going to build a relationship with someone over a period of time, you can't do that over the phone. You can't do that through email. Mm -hmm. So we go to every manufacturer and we, we build that face to face relationship. So they know if, they know there's a face there. They know there's a yeah. human and a person. It's not just, you know, uh, a wire transfer on the other side of that thing. And we build long-term relationships. Uh, that, that goes a long way. Secondly, I go and inspect personally every manufacturing facility. I check the FDA paperwork. I check to see if they're GMP certified. And we go through and do at least one annual visit each year to make sure that they have everything up to spec of what we require. Because not only are we putting, you know, ourselves behind it, Pete and I, but when Jocko came on board and we put Jocko's name on the product, like it has to be impeccable standards. Yeah. So when you guys do like the taste testing for like the different like drinks and like yeah. powders, like how's that run? Like who, who has to do the first shot? Like, or do you guys, all right, everybody at the same time. Yeah. So nowadays it's usually me. I'm like <laughs> the first one I'm yeah. trying everything. And then when it like passes the test, uh, I'll, I'll get Pete over here from the other facility. And then we'll, when it's ready, we'll send it off to Jocko. Yeah, uh, because the funny thing is, is and we thought this was hilarious early on when working with Jocko, you know, his slogan is like, good. Oh, you're dealing, you're having a shitty day. Good. good. You know, and he'll, he'll tell you why it's good. And I thought for sure, like, we'd just be able to put a product in front of him and he'd be like, cool, good, run it. It does. It tastes like shit. Good. You should drink it anyway. <laughs> and that's actually not the case at all. Yeah. Like for him, it's discipline. So the discipline to have a product or to hold off and create a product that people are going to love regardless of if it takes a little bit of extra time. So he's, he's very uh, particular when it comes to flavor systems. Refined, refined palate. Very refined palate. <laughs> <laughs> so has there ever yeah. been like a situation where you're like, man, like this is it. This is awesome. This is exactly the mixture that I want. And you hand it off to Pete and Jock and they're like, this tastes like shit, Brian, get it out of my face. hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. And back to the drawing board. Yeah. It's like, Damn it. because it's, it, it's not just about my palate or, and even Jocko, like he, he defers to us, uh, for, for our opinion of, of course, but everybody has a different palate. Everybody does, you know, have something different they want. If someone wants chocolate, like chocolate protein, for instance, there's like a dark chocolate flavor. There's a milk chocolate flavor. There's malt and there's a lot in between. And it depends on what that person wants. And for our like chocolate protein, what we call Mulk. Uh, where did that, yeah, where did that name come from? The name Mulk. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we were like, what are we going to call it? And Jocko said Mulk. And we were like, cool, we'll call it Mulk. <laughs> but did he have a reason? Oh, it? No, I mean, not really. I mean, it, I don't I mean, believe it that. does. Some, some, there's some subliminal. <laughs> I, know, I some, know there is. For sure there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's some, some back uh, office type 
conversations that happened where we redeveloped it. But I mean, I guess it's, it is a, uh, it is a child of, of Jocko's mind is, is really what it is. It's, it's, uh, and it's Malkin people, people love it and it's more than protein and I won't get into all that. But, yeah. yeah. Who's the, who's the Motley Crue fan though? Uh, Jocko is a rock like music fanatic because the fact that it's got the umlauts over it? the umlauts oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely good. what what's your best-selling product so far oh man um for supplements it's a combination of joint warfare and krill oil and i think that's because not only does jocko speak to the kind of like active uh still in the game uh, adult men and women like people i'd say you know he speaks to all ages but his biggest demographic is like 30 to to 55 closely in that 25 to 55 and people that were probably active when they were young either high school or college sports and of course tons of people that are doing jujitsu right he's gotten more people to sign up to jujitsu than probably anyone in the last five years and people like degrade their joints degrade their health degrades and it's a maintenance product as well as a recovery product and we just we sell a lot of joint warfare and, and super krill and on the supplement side of things closely behind would be like the milk protein but the the drink the clean energy drink that we released which is really a um a, a product in disguise as an energy drink is uh is a huge one right now and, and it's growing really rapidly especially the dakota meyer signature flavor oh man that holy shit that that no no if you haven't listened to that episode of jocko's podcast with dakota meyer oh yeah, yeah. You, you, holy shit the whole time i was like dude it'll change the way you think about life for me yeah it yeah yeah it was crazy what the, when, he, when he told a story about the hand-to-hand event that he i was like yeah you got no, it don't spoil it. it yeah don't spoil it for people no, I'm not, that's why you i said i wasn't it. spoiling it yeah. um are you guys working with laborio too i saw him on the i swear i saw him on the website i think that's just through natural uh um i don't know what you want to call it but he's so when i moved up i became I just smack myself uh when i moved back to maine i went under pete who is under dedeco and alexei and dedeco uh, for those that don't know, uh, Andre Dedeco Almeida, uh, he is under Ricardo Laborio. So Laborio comes up and visits. Yeah. So he was around. He's a friend. He's family. And just he's an amazing, amazing person. He's, he's uh, one of the best. He's great. He's so good. Every, every time like, uh, yes. like we see each other, it's like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you see what he's doing now in Orlando. What is he doing right now? So like Laborio is – He's such a nice guy that you don't realize he's a genius as a businessman as well. Yes. So he, regardless of whatever happened, and he left ATT, like, mm-hmm. and then he went up to Orlando, and he actually created a college program at UCF. So he's yes. teaching jujitsu as a college course. And these, most of these people have no clue what jujitsu is. You know, they just signed up for mm-hmm. it, whatever. They come in, and they don't realize who's walking in. At yeah. any point in time, you might have like Bushesha come in and teach. You might even have Bigfoot Silva come in and like show jujitsu. They all they see is this giant like gorilla. Yeah, they'll see this super small guy. It's like, listen, man, that's literally like one of the best guys of all time. And you're all you did was just come to class. 
You didn't even go to an academy. You just decided right. to sign up for a college course. So it's yeah, like, that's, and he's moving. I have a, like, from what I understand and I, the way I see it, I think it's something that he's trying to standardize across colleges. He is. I believe he's, uh, I am familiar with that now that you refresh my memory. Yeah. I believe he's trying to make that a program and it, and it should be a program. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it should be in every college. If, if you can do yoga, I mean, I took the Beatles as an elective in, in, in college. Like, come on. Like, I'd have rather been training jujitsu on the mats or. Uh, I, I took something. bowling. I, bowling. I, I, I had hey, to take 152 average for an A, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I, awesome. I rather would have done jujitsu, you know, yeah. given, given the choice. I, you know, you go down, you go, and you're like, oh, man, I don't want to play golf. And I don't want to play volleyball. Oh, look, bowling. But if you go down that, you know, that college catalog mm. and you see Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. got to be one of those things. And, and here's the thing. Um, we have one of my, one of my friends, uh, is, his name is uh, Flavius Virginia. Um, he was, when we were with the Black Zillions in the, in the Jocko, he was, he was actually their head jiu-jitsu coach yeah. uh, back in the day. But um, he ended up going to Abu Dhabi, and he teaches jujitsu in high school. They have programs for high school kids, and I think that's even better than college. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those. I say it to every parent that walks into my gym. I'm like, look, I go, this isn't something that is just going to help them physically, or you know, it is something that is going to. If you ask anybody that's ever done jujitsu and stuck with jujitsu, they will tell you it has changed their life going forward for the better in every aspect of their life. It's like it's stuff that you cannot – it's unquantifiable how, how um, you know, uh, valuable the education is that you get with jujitsu. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, like, would you rather have your kids in general phys ed or would you rather have them in jujitsu? I mean, I put them in jujitsu every day of the week. So For sure. it, it makes sense. Yeah. So when you guys have debates, because I'm sure things get heated once in a while in the office, does it does it end up on the mats? Like, all right, why don't we just go roll this one out? I mean, not really. We're, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, virtually. First off, um, for those that don't know, like I, uh, I've been training 11 years. I'm a brown belt and I'm like your average brown belt. Like I got to go train with Pete who is, and by the way, I'm like 190 pounds, five, yeah. 10. He's six, three, six, four, 260 pounds and moves like a lightweight. Um, obviously he, you know, he lost, uh, in the very few seconds as yeah. a brown belt to Shanji in yeah. Abu Dhabi. Like he's a savage. So no, there's nothing settled out there. Like if I'm, if, it's one of those things where if he wants to, he's going to smash me. So it's like, All right. yeah, I'll settle it in here. Yeah. What about him against Jacko then? You know, what's funny is like they, I believe they've like flow rolled, but when they went to last year, Pete was, uh, one of them was injured the last two years at camp. Mm. And oddly enough, we haven't been on the mats all that much. So uh. I'm, I'm anxious to, to see it yeah because like we were out in san diego for the vitamin shop launch for the yeah. products uh in february and jocko was flying back that day and then we were all at, at um victory we we're all at victory mma training yeah that's awesome though i mean it sucks you guys don't really get to go i figured like there's every other room might have like some extra mat space like, yeah all right, let's go right. you would have, think so yeah has um have you guys like have other gi companies reached out to you guys because because you manufacture 
everything here have, have people like reached out and like said want to do collabs or want to like want to buy like the actual material or whatever from you guys or just have you guys manufacture it that's a great question and the answer is yes so we've had basically every scenario you can imagine we've had a not a key company but another martial arts company reach out and try and buy us early on that was that was interesting and then we've had a number of companies reach out and want to do collabs and then you know more companies have reached out and said hey we want you to private label for us and we've been like why would we do that yeah. well, you you're, know you're why, your own it's your own label yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why, why would we make you an american-made gi if that's our you know usp yeah. and 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 there's no amount of orders that you're going to give us that are that it's going to really make that uh, yeah make sense. It's a, it would be agreeing to dilute your own product absolutely and it would make no sense so do you do you foresee more people trying to to do what you guys did as far as because i mean that's not easy it's taken some time to get to where you guys are now it's taken a lot of time it was not easy at all i would also say there's a lot of i don't use luck we call it the um the origin effect there's just things that aligned that you don't feel like would have ever aligned in a, a million years of of different scenario like it just it it didn't make sense like how things aligned uh yeah. and 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 they've fallen into place for us and we're so fortunate that that has happened but it's not easy and we've had a lot of people come up and say hey we want to know how you do this will you open your doors and we're like come on in we tell them, come on in like we we've had a lot of companies come in and be like we we want to do this and and um Pete and I relied on that and, and Pete has had his doors open since day one. He's been like, come on in and see it. And the biggest takeaway is they leave going, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no like, way. It's like, it cost you how much and how yeah, much yeah. blood, sweat and tears. Like, yeah. you know, what's funny is we had the, uh, we had uh, the, uh, the founder of third coast grappling on a, a couple days ago mm. or last week. Um, and he was giving away his entire formula on how to do shows. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you crazy? He goes, go ahead. I don't care. He goes, right. I, they, they, I, I can tell them everything about it, but that doesn't mean that they'll be able to do it. Yeah. Exactly. That's, and that's the thing. Like, that's like the same thing, like for all the marketing stuff that I do when, cause I, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it before. It's just people come in, they ask you, Oh, send me a proposal, this, that, and the other. And then you never hear from them again. And they try and steal the proposal. Like, yeah. dude, you can have it. You can have it all you want. doesn't mean you know what you're going to do just because it's written on a piece of paper. It's not instructions. That's why it's like, yeah, you can have the open doors. It's like the first thing I would say to someone's like, are you willing to spend every weekend driving six hours in your, like within this circle to sell your product? No. Well, then it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it, it, it's the people as well. And, yeah. you know, a big, I would say the biggest part of this success that we've had here in Origin aside from, you know, uh, Pete's innovation and, and crazy, he's fucking crazy to do what he did and just start doing what he did. Other than that, it's the community, the people, it's the mindset, it's that old New England work ethic that these people are just willing to like come into the family, they become part of the family and they're willing to put their hands in the dirt and just work and work and work. And you're not going to get, I mean, I hope no one takes offense, but you're not going to get that and, um, you know, you can say Fair, Fairfield, Connecticut, you know, yeah, you're not yeah, going to yeah. get that in, in LA. You're not going to get it down here in Florida. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. So, you know, you, you got to do it in the right place with the right culture. 
and that has been a huge uh, beneficial factor to, to what we've done. Well, I mean, even like you said, like at, we were talking about at the very beginning where it was just a, like, we do this from now on making the masks. You yeah. Know, to, to have the employees that believe that much in the product and what's going on to sit there and say like, okay, well, this weekend I'm here, I'm working. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's hard to find. That's hard to find that kind of, not even just tenacity, but belief in the team. And it's like, fuck it, we're working, let's do it. Yeah, and you know, we got a, I can't name the company for privacy reasons, yeah. but a big, uh, let me just say, the one you think of when you think of like a, a tech company right. reached out to us and they want like, tens of thousands of, of masks and awesome. the employees are like ready and willing to work second and potentially third shifts and seven days a week right now because they know they're making a difference and that's what they are. They're making a difference out there, giving people something that they can, if at the bare minimum feel more comfortable and, and relax a little bit and enjoy life. That's the, like, that's, that's worth it right there. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. And, and you guys actually had to shut down production on the geese to focus on this. That was the first thing that went. So we first shut down the gee line. Uh, we didn't know how many masks we were going to sell. You know, we had hospital networks and companies and of course, you know, private citizens all start ordering in, in crazy amounts. And we started off with the, the deaf mask, which was our rash guard material yeah. that you could insert a different filter in. And we sold so many masks that we can't even make anymore because we don't have enough fabric. So we had to pivot again and uh, make the, the Delta masks out of the jeans. So we shut down the jeans line and then we shut down the boots line and brought them over to this facility. And now they're stitching. So the whole company on the manufacturing side of things is making uh, personal protective equipment right now. That's awesome. <laughs> and I mean, you know what's... That could be the future of Origin. You never know. You guys might become like the, the really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's a, like, and that's like the tough part. It's like, as a fan of you guys, like, mm-hmm. I want to buy one. But then it's like, am I taking it away from the people that I actually fucking need one? And it's like, okay, I'll take a hit. I'll wear my like homemade one, like whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I, we've had a lot of people call, and we've had a crazy amount of people call and be like, I want to buy 500 masks. Please donate them. to to like a hospital network or something we're like okay i mean we'll absolutely do that but we're shocked by it you know and you know what is is pretty crazy is as separated as we all are right now with the whole quarantine and everything being locked down i've never seen the country be you know and, and politically yeah there's that divide but i've never seen the country be so united since you know you know a few presidents ago I haven't seen that that yeah. that unison of of everybody coming together to fight one common enemy. It sucks <laughs> that it it takes something like this for people to see like we got to work at this together like you're my brother, you're my sister, like we got like if you don't make it I don't make it kind of thing. It's tough but sometimes you need a good kick in the ass. Absolutely. Sometimes you need that reset to remind you that typically, you know, as Americans, we deal with first world problems, like people's biggest stresses that day were like, oh, I didn't have coffee in my, you know, in my kitchen when I went to go out. Now I got to go through the drive through, you know, or which they're going to fight over which restaurant to go to. You know, it's like you realize, okay, there's there's bigger things in in the world that we are going to have to deal with. And it's a little bit of a kick in the ass and a reality check. Right. Yeah. So from your aspect as the the supplements branch, yes, are you looking at 
everything that's going on medically and saying like maybe we can create some kind of like supplement at least for the immunity boost aspect mm-hmm. towards this mm-hmm. like not We've really well i mean yeah. i know you had the immunity boost but yeah. like something specific like towards more into this aspect because i know they say like zinc is doing like good against it and mm-hmm. obviously you can't do antibiotics or anything like that but mm-hmm. is that something extra that you guys are looking to 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 maybe help out on yeah so basically our it's called cold war yeah uh, our product it's an immune support product so for people that don't know like the supplement industry is regulated by the FDA. Now you don't have to have products go through final FDA approval to take them to market, but individual ingredients that go in all these products are regulated. So if, unless you're buying something illegally from some sketchy website, which is still out there, but there's that of pharmaceutical drugs too. For sure. So um, when it comes to regulation, it goes uh, pharmaceutical uh, supplements and then food. That's, that's the level of, of oversight, basically. The product itself is an immune boosting or supporting product, I should say, in the sense that it's antimicrobial, that meaning antibacterial, antiviral, et cetera. Um, we can't, without going into like the studies and the phases through FDA research. Can't make claims. Can't make yeah. claims, exactly. Um, well, now we do have antibacterial and antiviral supporting ingredients in our cold war product. And, uh, that showed because when this thing hit our cold war sold out immediately, mm-hmm. like lots of cold war just gone. And so we, uh, increased our order quantity with our, with our manufacturer. And I had just been there two weeks before actually. Um, and, uh, we, we were like, Hey, we, we need you to turn this around really quickly. And we, we just got that back in stock. Uh, like I think the truck came in yesterday. Did, you, yeah. did you, did you happen? Like, I'm going to tell you I'm stupid. So I, <laughs> I read about how copper is antiviral. So I, I, I bought some copper citrate. And yeah. I've been taking that too. Was that something, was that something you have in there? You said it's, you got an antiviral agent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we do have zinc in the product. Garlic is anti, uh, microbial antiviral. Um, there's a number of uh, adaptogenic herbs that are shown to increase immunity and help support. Um, there's a number of ways to effectively help you fight. Now, there's no, there's no, there's not even a pharmaceutical option right now that's going to stop you from getting, you know, COVID nineteen. Yeah. Like, period. There, there's no, there's no uh, vaccine. There's no antiviral product uh, on the market that's going to stop you from getting it. And there's a lot of debate around the few antiviral support medications that are being used to help fight it. Although I think it's worth using them to try because the, the negative effects likely are not going to outweigh dying from COVID. Uh, so when it comes to natural products, there are a number of natural ingredients, some of which are in our, our current product that have been shown uh, to be very antiviral and, and support immunity. But immunity is very complex the the system of immunity sleep stress your your um your natural balance of uh vitamins and electrolytes that you have within your body already existing all play into your immune balance i i i actually one of the people that i work with i do the marketing for a uh a plasma company so like it's one of the Mm. big things that we're working on now is obviously like people donating plasma Yep. And like pushing on that. And I mean, 
even I don't get full access to the studies and things like that and the things that are working on, but it's so up in the air right now. There's so many things that possibly could. It's like anything that people can grasp at to try and do anything to help out on the immunity, 100% I would go for. I've been taking shots of tonic water every night because tonic water has quinine in it. So I've been taking shots of, of tonic water. You know yeah. who you're going to end up? You ever seen the guy that, what was it, like silver? I think it was taking silver and then just became Turned completely blue. blue. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be here, you. Here's the problem. I have, I've had, hilarious. I've had high blood pressure since I was 30 years old. <laughs> yes. I'm almost 50. I have type A blood. I'm one of those people that is like, like I, I am a target for this for this for this virus so i have yes. to do everything i can in order to avoid it so it's like you know if i hear if you know look you just if, said the truck came in yesterday go and order yeah, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I would definitely get loaded up on some cold war but you know the other thing about about this virus and and uh, i hope i don't bore your listeners, no 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 but, um the other thing about the virus is not just getting rid of the virus or stopping the virus but allowing your body to be better prepared for the virus. So a lot of studies have shown, studies have proven this, that, you know, efficient and higher levels of vitamin D in the body significantly reduce the effects of a, um, an infection within the respiratory system. Uh, and, and that has been shown clinically. So if you have proper levels of vitamin D or high levels of vitamin D, the chances of you progressing into a pneumonia-like infection is, is much lower. So people yeah. are loading up on vitamin D, which I load up on on a daily basis anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So vitamin D, magnesium, those two things balance each other out. Vitamin D regulates magnesium and magnesium vitamin D. Uh, magnesium also lowers blood pressure. So load up on that if you're not already. Um, I should, I should have, like I used to take a ZMA product. Yes. Which is, I, I loved it, but yeah. I like, you can't find any quality ZMA products anymore. So we actually have a, co- a product called Hypnos, and it's a sleep product. That wasn't, it, that wasn't like a planned setup, just to let everybody know. That was like a legit question. We're, no, straight up, straight up. Um, I'm going to fill the voids. So, no, we do. We have a product sitting on the shelf next to me. It's called Hypnos. And go read the reviews. Read the v- yeah. reviews on Amazon. You can't fake those reviews. But it's a sleep product, and it doesn't have synthetic melatonin in it. But it also has a ZMA formula in there with a very, very um, high quality zinc in it so yeah oh, I'm, I'm down to try anything Check it out. obviously i'm drinking tonic water taking copper <laughs> i've been if on you, zinc for years listen, but. <laughs> if someone pulled up to your house on a like a coach and just propped up shop and said ladies and gentlemen i got the drink for you like see, the, like, bo- see the bottles brian has in the back he's got yeah, those yeah. he could sell you those yeah that's old school with the old tonic and like you see the old bottles? bottles that's what yeah, i'm saying man. yeah some some of these are straight up like i love collecting these because it's yeah. so funny to look at and you go back and, and look at the history of what modern medicine was at the turn of the century and people were putting in i mean people were drinking formaldehyde yeah like it it's insane. Some of the. Do you stuff have like one of the little like cocaine bottles? Uh, I don't know if I have one of the cocaine ones, but. Um, that what's the other one? There's like they have morphine, like the old school morphine. You could just buy oh, yeah. off the shelf. You just buy it. <laughs> Here's the thing, though: positive mindset, and you know, the the placebo effect is real. If you if you know how much how much of our health and well being is all up here, 
if you believe that something is working, it can often work. Not often. Like, listen, I, I, I promise you, morphine works. You don't need to have no, no, that's a, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the snake oil. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, you know, if, if I started believing that Coca-Cola was going to heal my, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, which I don't have, but mm -hmm. if I had it and I thought it was going to cure it, and, and it did because I thought it was, and it made me feel better. Who's I love that you have to point to your brain every time you like you say it, like. <laughs> Placebo Positive. effect is a real thing. It sure, is 100% a real yeah. thing, yeah. And if you believe that you're protecting yourself, like I'll give you a circle, uh, like a loop effect. So for instance, if you're not taking anything and you're paranoid and you're stressed out and your immune system is tanking, you're not sleeping because you're stressed out, your immune system is tanking even more, then you're likely going to get sick. Even if it's not COVID, you're just going to get sick. You're going to make yourself sick. But if taking this random product is making you feel more comfortable. It's allowing you to de-stress, sleep at night, and relax thinking you're protected. Well, guess what? Your immune system's gonna be higher. So it's pretty evident that even if something's not working, if you're being proactive, you know, it's like a jujitsu mindset, right? If you step on the mats and you think you're gonna lose, you're probably you're gonna, gonna get your ass handed to you. It's gonna happen, for yeah. sure. So, Well, Brian, I know we're running out of time. I don't wanna take up your whole weekend. Listen, I'd love to have you back if you if you got some more time. I know you guys are busy. Um, I got one more question for him. He's got the Go question for it. For it. He's got your the question. All right. We all been in lockdown. We all been in quarantine. Everybody's been watching everything on TV. What are your three go tos so far during the quarantine on either Netflix, Prime, whatever? <laughs> oh man, it's funny. Pete's gonna give me shit because I asked him the other day if he's been doing anything. He's like, man. He's like, you've had time to watch TV, and I was like, shit. I was like, yeah, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't sleep a lot, so I do find time with my wife to get some TV in. We do Netflix, and. Um, what have I, the three things? Yes, yeah, your three top picks so, of the quarantine. So we did watch, uh, what is it, Tiger King? Yeah. We did watch that. That was uh, crazy. Did um, you watch the bonus episode yet? No, no, I didn't. Oh, watch look at, did you see his eyes wide? I was like, <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> See, like, Joel, Mc, Joel McHale um, interviews some of the people on the show. And like, Really? Oh, yeah, it's, it's worth okay. the watch. It's worth yeah, the I'll watch. Yeah, we'll check it out for sure. Um, we started Ozark which was solid. And you know what? I, I wasn't super into it. I actually put it off for a while because that main character, uh, I didn't really foresee him being a great serious character. Um, I forget his name now, his real name, but uh, I, I'm into it. You forget Jason Bateman's real name? I know, yeah, yeah, Dude. sorry. Yeah, I, I look at him more at, like, what role did he play in? Um, was it Arrested Development or something? Yes, or? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see him more in that. And oh, he's, he's like, the perfect straight man. The comedy straight, he's like the prototypical comedy straight man. Yeah, like, Think is. about every, like, evil, evil bosses or mm -hmm. and all that stuff. He was great in those. Yeah, true. So he um, he's doing a phenomenal job in that. So we're right into that. And then if there's a third show. Oh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better Call Saul. Yeah, we've been um, hitting those episodes as they drop each week. So yeah, yeah, it's a Keep, great one. Don't tell, don't tell Pete. Yeah, I won't tell Pete. <laughs> he 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 watches his share. He sneaks them in. Yeah. He, oh, why? What's <laughs> it? What's his guilty pleasure that he doesn't want people knowing about? TV wise, or yeah. or just in general? Uh, well, I mean, if you got both, I'll hear both. Pre, pre quarantine, Pete's. Uh, he is a. You wouldn't know this, but he's like an introvert, even though. 
you, if you were to watch like the origin storyline, you'd think that he was made for TV, uh, which is hilarious. But uh, he, he will like straight up go hit up a movie on his own, just by himself. He'll go to the movies, uh-huh. just hit up a movie, catch a flick, and, uh-huh. just, and just chill. So that was his thing. But now everything shut down. So he's just working more. Pete, Pete sounds like a dude after my own heart. We can I, know, go I would do it too. Have oh, that yeah. re- requisite one to two seat bro seats in between us. <laughs> Little separation <laughs> there. We're going to have to do rows. Yeah, yeah, six feet. Brian, thank you very much. If you guys want to follow Brian on Instagram, it's Brian at unders or I'm sorry, Brian underscore origin. Um, follow Origin BJJ on Instagram. It's Origin USA uh, on Instagram, Origin BJJ on Facebook uh youtube everywhere go support it if you want to go buy some delta masks to uh to donate to your local hospitals or your local uh first responders go ahead and hit them up Uh, i know they'll definitely love it and uh i'm looking forward for that gravity club when it finally drops out that's for sure i want to try and get my my chic my iron chic going (laughs) as much as i can makes a good weapon too yeah see i didn't say that yeah, we're we gonna get some origin like ARs too. Is is that? Uh, I was gonna say, so, so does my shotgun. It makes a, so, it's a beautiful weapon. It's a beautiful weapon. You can do presses with it. Um, so the uh, funny story is, all the wood products that we're making are being made right now at a at a wood shop about forty five minutes away that makes all the gun stocks for Mossberg, Remington, Ruger, and That's stuff like so that. Dope. So Kuzno wood products. Yeah, man, they make badass stocks That's oh so you're dope. saying there's a chance i'm not i'm not saying, look, <laughs> wait look at our look at our catalog right now i'm not saying anything's impossible right so what you're saying is somewhere out there there's either a shotgun or an ar with a big origin logo right at the stock it, it probably will be <laughs> all right you can go ahead and mark me down one like i'll go ahead and i'm in for one That's pre-sale for sure. Ryan, guys, check out Jocko Fuel. Check out Origin Labs. Go get yourself uh, some Jocko Fuel. You got to get some uh, some ZMA. Some uh, was it the hypnosis or the hypnosis? Yeah, man. We hypnosis. have a full line of products. Check them out. If you see something, get something. If not, yeah. thanks I'm, for the support, regardless. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. If uh, if you get the Cold War up there, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pick up a pick up a bottle. None for you, Sean. Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> Ryan, any any words of wisdom before we take off? No, man. Just just thanks for having me on. I'd love to come back on sometime. It's it's hard to cram the origin story into yeah. you know a short period of time and and uh, just let everyone out there know just stay safe and be healthy and um, yeah, hope is is here and uh, this thing will pass very soon. That's awesome, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And anytime you want, man, all you got to do is shoot me a text and and we'll set this sucker up anytime. Uh, don't forget to check out the Hands in Daylight podcast. Um, that's uh, that's uh, the website's getting worked on right now, but it's coming back on Hands yes. in Daylight on, on iTunes and uh, go get some Jocko fuel. Other than that, Brian, thanks, brother. Thanks, guys. Catch you later. Later. There you have it, folks. Thank you so much to Brian Littlefield from Origin Labs and Origin BJJ. Um, I'm not joking with you guys when I'm saying that it's taken me about a year to get him on there that busy. Um, 
and it's he's it's not like he's difficult to get a hold of. He's super easy to get a hold of. It's just the schedules took a while. Yeah, to getting see getting it. an hour's block of time. And listen, I, you can part. yeah, and you can see how busy they are, and they're doing some amazing stuff. And from you know someone like as an immigrant and a true patriot, as far as being happy that I'm here in the U.S., I'm so stoked to see companies like that that are really all about um supporting the economy and supporting the country and being like true patriots so please go ahead and support them you can see that they do a lot of great stuff for jujitsu community to begin with um so it was uh it was really really uh exciting to have them on there uh sean you got any takeaways from it yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually stoked. I'm probably gonna go as soon as we get off here. I'm gonna order some of that hypnos right. Yeah, now. I definitely need to go. I want to go snag some of that cold war and test it out. I'm really looking forward to that camp. Yeah, honestly, dude, like that, that, I definitely, yeah. I definitely think we should do that if we can pull that off. Um, uh, it'd be really, really cool to see. I got all the links. If you didn't hear me say it enough, all the links are where you can follow Brian and follow origin in the description, whether you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us to on iTunes or Spotify, that's all going to be on the description. Um, shout out to choke Aloha giraffe choke and jujitsu. Soko. thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for everyone that uh, purchased the soap from jujitsu. Soko, our collab, we're working on getting the, the remainder of the batch sent here. So then we can do our Patreon setup and you guys can support the podcast. Other than that, don't forget to follow Sean at gorilla boy, BJJ, like he's scratching himself like a monkey. Follow me at Sonder marketing. And don't forget to follow the podcast. Jiu-Jitsu radio, Instagram, Jiu-Jitsu radio, YouTube, you name it. We're there. Don't forget to check out Jiu-Jitsu radio.com. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. You can't Niba. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time. Hold these alligators up! Woo!